Congratulations. It's the Breakfast Club 10-year anniversary. 10 years. 10 years at a breakfast club. Doing your thing. Doing what you're doing. And being honest with it. You done had a job for 10 years. Everything's Gucci over there. Wow. 10 years. Shout out to the best doing it, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Damn. Y'all getting old. Y'all been holding it down for 10 years. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Man, y'all been together longer than some people have been married. I'm proud of y'all. The voice of the culture. Peace, love, and uh, let's go to 20 years. Congratulations. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Good morning. Good morning. What's happening out there in these streets? Not much. How's everything with everybody? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored, my brother. Happy to be here. Another day above ground. That's right. Who can complain? That's right. Why do we say that, though? Why do we say another day above ground? Because there might be people. You're alive. Who, but they might be up in heaven looking down on us like, well, we ain't above ground. No, they're way above. Our, 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 our bodies are there, but yeah. we we living. Yeah. What you talking about? You know, we say that, but it's just like. Don't yeah. try to confuse me so early. It's in the not morning, a confusing. Man. It's just, you know, let's, let's think broader just about these morning. statements just, that we use. Hi, everybody. No, mm-hmm. I'm happy to be here. Thank you, God, for another day of life. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. What's happening? I'm patiently waiting for my uh, last baby to come uh, to, to to meet so I can meet my last baby. baby <laughs> you say six. every single time you say this is the last nah, one. This, this the last one. I'm gonna you get, said that last time. I'm getting snip, clip, whatever I got to do. This is going to be the last one. Yeah, my wife want me to get snip too. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be the last one. This is it. I'm patiently waiting. Baby's I don't know if I want to get snip though. I, I might just do the male birth control or something. What's that? I don't know. Don't they got something? I saw something the other day. Yeah, we could uh, put it, it's like a little spa thing, and you put it in some hot water. Or oh, no, I ain't boiling my balls. <laughs> I heard about, no, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, I do, but my wife do want me to get snipped. Yeah, the pull-out method don't work for me. Do the, I, does the snip I don't work, feel, though? Um, no, it's not 100%, 100%. not 100%. See, I don't want to do no surgery. That's not 100%. What's the percentage? I don't know. <laughs> Cromartis, shout to the Cromartis. He, uh, uh, he got snipped and had two more. He got snipped and had three more. But you know what, though? I don't have another one. I don't ever... Uh, compare my sperm to Antonio Camardi. His yeah, is just different. Sperm. Drop one of the clues bombs yeah, for Antonio right. Camardi. Right. How many kids you got? 11, I think. No, more than that. <laughs> 13? I don't remember. Y'all just making up things now. No, no, he got, he, he got <laughs> he a lot. Got a lot. Of, you don't know how many. All I'm saying is his sperm different. His it's sperm won't sperm. be denied. That's super sperm for real. People <laughs> people throw that term around, but no, he got it. Yeah. He it definitely says, got as it. of August 27th, but I'm reading his, he has 14 kids. 14 See, kids. We were, we were close. And he had two yeah, after he got Yeah, we just throwing out any numbers. So that, I think he had three after he had snipped. Well, either way, his, I'm, I don't compare my situation to him. He's different. Okay. All right. Bottom, need, the regular people out there who've been snipped with regular sperm like us. <laughs> let us know. Not the super sperm like Antonio Camardi. Let us know how that went. Because my, my wife definitely wants me to get snipped after she just had off off. Yeah, I need to I need to uh, get snipped. Make, make sure that, you know, no more. All right, well. All right, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, let's talk about a Capitol rioter uh, who hit an officer. He's a New Jersey gym owner. He punched a police officer. We'll tell you what his sentence was. 30 days, probably. Nah, he got a little more than that. And also, get it off your chest, all right? If you got a vent this morning, phone lines are wide open. We'll start taking calls a little early. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. All right. Now, um, 
Usually they have the games and the scores and everything in front of me, but today nothing. But um, so let's get right to front page news. I know it's Thursday night <laughs> football tonight. Somebody's playing tonight. I'm not sure. You know who's playing tonight, Charlamagne? I don't know. <laughs> Off the top of your head. No, I thought maybe you did. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, let's start. You. What else we got? <laughs> All right. Well, YouTube starting today, they are making dislike counts private. So you can still dislike a video, but only creators will be able to see those numbers on the back end. They want to actually curb hate mobs from mass disliking a video because they have a problem with the person who posted it rather than the content itself. Man, y'all too late. What <laughs> do you mean? for disliking? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm saying that's a whole, that feature's too late. You know how many people done got their... Uh, narratives changed, uh, reputations blemished because of those hate mobs. We know that's what the game is. That's what people do. Mm. Mm, just disliking videos? Yes, we know this. <laughs> like, that's old news. We know that's what happens. It's funny because I never pay attention to that. Like, I don't, but I also don't even look at comments. I just watch a video if I need to. I mean, you see it, though, because you'll just see, you know, uh, one person just get attacked and it looks so obvious. Yeah. Something, it looks like mm. bots. Like, and you can see it. All right, now let's talk about these Capitol rioters. A New Jersey gym owner, uh, Scott Fairlam, he's 44. He punched a police officer during the January 6th a- attack on the U.S. Capitol. He was sentenced yesterday to more, than th- to more than three years in prison. He's the first person to be sentenced for assaulting a law enforcement officer during the Capitol riot. So right now, his 41-month prison term is the longest among 32 riot-related sentences that have been handed down so far. But this is going to guide other judges. They're now sentencing rioters who class with the police, and they said it was significant that his sentencing was the first for assaulting an officer. So there's more guilty pleas. So he did plead guilty. Those those punishments are not strong enough. So that's how while he (laughs) they went through a government building, tried to take over a government. No, 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 no. Call it what it is. A cop. There was an attempted coup. Of the American government. And they only got three years? Three years, and he punched a police officer? That's mm-hmm. wild. Come on, man. It's, it, it's black people in jail doing 15, 20 years for weed. Now he said, I take full responsibility for what I did that day. That's not who I am. <laughs> that's wild. That's not who I that's was exactly raised who you to are. be. <laughs> Yo, that's not, them, those punishments aren't strong enough. Not at all. So, that, that doesn't deter somebody from doing it again? No. Yeah, I mean, I would think at least, I would say minimum 15 years. And think about years. it, three years and then what you got to do, 85% of your time? So he'll be out in two and change? For assaulting a police officer after a storm, after doing an attempted coup yeah, of this country, that's that's the punishment that people so get killed for. you break into for. the Capitol, you can attack police officers, punch them in the face, get people two years die. And keep it moving. And you and, get three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, that is your front page news. And Ravens-Dolphins tonight, that's who's playing. Ravens-Dolphins. All right. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, hi. Oh, my God. I can't believe I got through. Good morning, Breakfast Club. And Good morning. Charlamagne. Peace, Queen. Thank you all for everything that you do. Um, oh, my God. I just want to shout out all the U.S. Army veterans out there. I am a U.S. Army veteran. Happy Veterans uh, Day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank um, you so much. I want to talk about, thank you, um, a part of mental health. Um, I got out of the Army, and after two years of fear and doubt, I launched my boutique, Fashion House. Um, the house is spelled H-A-U-S um, in German because that was my first uh, duty station. And I launched it on Veterans Day last year. Uh, it hasn't been easy, but I'm finding joy through the process. And 
you know, basically my sister and I, we just made the choice to live consciously and to face our goals and live intentionally. That's um, right. And so she also has a podcast. It's called Incommensurable Podcast. It's pushing the idea that we all are unique and we have to um, think for ourselves always. And I just want to share with you. I'm so nervous, guys. You have no reason <laughs> to be. I love your mission statement. And by the way, that's not an idea that we all are unique. We definitely all are mm-hmm. unique. Our, none of our DNAs are the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I want to share with you. Oh, your phone breaking up. Hold hold on a second, Mama. And and happy Veterans Day to all the uh, all the veterans. uh, veterans Absolutely. Hello, who's this? Morning, this Jerome. Jerome, what's up? Good morning, morning, man. Get off your chest. Good morning, Charlemagne. Peace, King. Good morning. I don't know. I, I just remember a couple months back, DJ MB said you don't know no brothers with no cats, man. With no what? uh, Cats. 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 Oh. Animals. Cats, cats. But yeah, I just want to just let y'all know, my, I, I have Bless two cats and, mm-hmm. and a dog, and uh, the name's Ike, Tina, and Turner. And <laughs> you can follow them on Instagram right now. <laughs> I love cats. No, yeah, I'm messing with cats. I, I'd rather have a cat than have a dog. They're a lot more low maintenance. Nah, a dog protects the crib. That's, yeah, that's and cats make sure you don't have bugs or rodents. And yeah, another Alex, thing, I had called a, a couple weeks ago, and I was talking about the uh, little girl and the period or whatever, and I wanted to apologize to DJ Envy because I told him that I wasn't, because he didn't understand what I was saying, but that was it. And okay. I want to wish y'all ever a happy holidays and everything else. All right, Same King. to you, brother. <clears throat> we, yeah, we grew up with cats in our house, though. We had um, three cats and a dog. Nah, we never had no cats. We always had dogs. My wife had a cat growing up. Yeah, yeah. I don't, there's nothing my, wrong my, with people who like cats. My wife's I parents. Said I just said, I don't yeah. know anybody. Yeah. If cats I say, I don't know, I just don't know any men with cats. That's all I say. My yeah, I don't know no cats. men with cats. What's wrong with being a man who has a cat? Because honestly, they are low maintenance. You can leave a cat in the house for like three days and they'll be okay. Mike Tyson had a white tiger. That's the closest person I know that had a cat. I don't know. Let's shout out to all the guys. With cats there out you there. go. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, it's the Jada from Irvington again. Good morning. Good morning. Get Good morning. Chest. I don't have anything to get off my chest this morning. I just wanted to give a shout out to my boyfriend, Corey, and just tell him I love him. Okay, no problem, Mama. And good morning, you guys. I listen to you guys every day, and I love you, Charlamagne, for always keeping it real. I love you more. Thank you very much. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Tisha from Texas. Good morning. Hey. Tisha from Texas. Get it off your chest, Mama. Okay, so Charlemagne, it's a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Did you get your chair that you do on your show from The Voice? Every time I look at you on television, I'm looking for um, John Legend and the rest of them to come and spin that chair around. You talking about? Where Charlemagne get that chair? Well, I got a new chair. She talking about my late night. Talk show The God's Honest Truth on Comedy Central every Friday night at ten. I got a new one now. It's black. It's all black now. Does it still look the same to you? No, I didn't see it last week. So do we get a new show tonight, uh, tomorrow as well? Yes, we got a new show tomorrow. Tomorrow on the show, uh, our guests are Ed Sheeran and Soldier Boy. And we're talking about uh, American fake patriotism. All these fake patriots okay. out here. In, anytime Soldier is on anything, it's going to be good. Okay, 
So wait, I want to flex in front of my friends. Mm-hmm. I bought your first book, so I need you to send me it, whatever you got, so I can walk around the house and say, "Oh yeah, Charlemagne Man, sent me I'm that." Gonna send, I'm gonna oh, yeah, send you a whole package. I got I got Dr. Rita Walker's The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health up here. I got Tamika Mallory's State of Emergency. I'm gonna send you a whole package. I got you. Hold on, okay. Thank you. Thank you for watching the show, too, man. Make sure you tune in every Friday night at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. And you can stream it on Paramount+. Plus. Hello, who's this? Hey, Hello? Hey, good morning. Get it off your chest. Hey, no, no. I want to comment on that, uh, that, that sentence you said it just gave, old boy. Three years. Yes. Uh, 41 months for that. Yep. I don't care if you put it online. They gave me 10 years for assault and battery upon a police officer. See? Wow. And that's what I'm saying. Mm-mm, wow. Mm-hmm. What, what year? When was this? This was in uh, but six years, uh, but but six years ago, they gave me ten years and they spent it five. Wow. See what I'm saying? Gloucester yep. County and Gloucester County up in Virginia. Let me ask you a simple my question. Is, why, my name is Craig Jones. Craig, why, put it online. Craig, why you think you got ten years and that Capitol rioter only got three? Because I'm black. That's right, and he's yeah. white. And I was in a racist. <laughs> I was in a racist county. Yeah, my, you know, Virginia. My friend got a year for threatening a police horse. Uh, yeah, and in I got, Virginia. And the thing about it is, I got indefinite probation. Yeah. That means I got probation on my head for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that made that they they did an attempted coup of this country. That's <laughs> treason. Man, that man should have got more than more time than that. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Fifteen twenty easily. Absolutely. Because you got to send a message to other people out there who may want to do attempted coups of this country. You gotta yes. throw the book at him. Yeah. That's crazy. But I mean, it's not crazy. It's America. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and prayers to Terrence J. He had a horrifying experience outside of his house. We'll tell you about it. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Man, now this is a horrifying experience. Terrence J was reportedly a victim of an attempted robbery. This happened early in the morning, about 3 a.m., outside of his house in L.A. Now, during this reported attempted robbery, he was with an unidentified passenger. They were leaving Hollywood. They got blocked in by an SUV. It was filled with masked men after he got to his driveway, according to a police source. Uh, one of the alleged perpetrators tried to get out, get him out of his vehicle at gunpoint, but he somehow managed to drive off. He told police he was then followed by the alleged suspects, and they shot at him as well. So following that, he was able to flag down a highway patrol officer who notified the LAPD, and fortunately, he is unharmed. Did they catch the guys? Uh, they have not yet. So they now have a, a they have released a bulletin. Actually, prior to that, warning residents about the alarming crime rate. They're calling these follow-home robberies, where victims are targeted. They leave an upscale setting, then they're followed home by individuals who are trying to rob them. Salute to our guy, Terrence J., man. I mean, but Joe, listen, it's that season. I'm telling you, you know, after the pandemic last year, you know, it's a lot of people out here in these streets hurting. Those PPP loans done dried up, that unemployment done dried up, and it's the holiday season. So please, be on alert. Yeah, and be very careful. Look at your surroundings. We we all know somebody up here that that happened to in New York. So just be very careful. Watch your surroundings. Don't go the same way home every day. I know it sounds stupid and repetitive, but make sure you change your routine. All and the stop time. flossing on social media. That's the other thing, too. Like, I'm telling you, them, them same wolves that's out there doing things like that, they're watching your Instagram, and they waiting for you to make a mistake. They looking, they looking mm-hmm. at you like a lick. 
Like, stop flaunting in front of people, man. All right, so the suspects are four black males dressed in all black clothing, and they were driving a silver Jeep Cherokee, if anybody has any information. That's horrible, man. I know, and that's scary to even go home after that. Yeah, how do you live in that house? Right, that's a a difficult thing. Mm -hmm. All right, and our prayers out to Shinsia as well. She's in the hospital, and she revealed this on Instagram yesterday. We don't know why, and she hasn't disclosed what's going on, but she does have a lot of appearances coming up. So if you were looking forward to seeing Shinsia in the next couple of days, just know that she's had to cancel some of those appearances. So shout out to Shinsia, of course, wishing her well. And The Hype, the streetwear competition series that's on HBO Max has been renewed for season two. Okay. You know, Offset and his crew of fashion co-signers are going to be back in effect. So on season one, it was ASAP Fur, Cardi B, Dapper Dan, Wiz Khalifa, and other people were some of the guests on the show. Mm -hmm. And so all of the items, by the way, sold out within 24 hours of the episode's release after that show of streetwear designers. Well, congrats to my guy, Speedy, man. Dropping the clues bombs for Speedy. Speedy is the host of one of the hosts of the hype, so I'm I'm happy for them getting that season two, man. And shout out to my girl Ricky Hughes, who's also the producer on that show. Ricky, so. dope, dope, dope. Congrats. Ricky, Ricky is the first black woman to receive an Emmy for outstanding variety special for Netflix's Dave Chappelle um, special. Nice. So she's the showrunner. All right, and Casanova has been hit with an attempted murder charge while he's in jail. Yikes. So these allegations come from an October 2020 shooting outside of King of Diamonds in Miami. According to the New York Post, there was an altercation that ensued after a bystander allegedly called out Casanova for throwing the wrong gang sign. Prosecutors say the rapper then asked uh, the rival gang member, you want to die tonight, and then his associate open fire, wounding the man and another person outside of the venue. Authorities did confiscate the phone and they found text messages where he bragged about the attack. He yeah. post, he was had messages saying, killed the N-word last night, SMH. It's on the news. Two of them, I only shot twice, meaning I ain't missed a shot. Greatest shot in the world. You trying to challenge me? LOL. He said that when? Where he said that? On text messages. And that the person that said that on the text messages was Casanova's associate, though, not Casanova. But according to the reports, Casanova said to the rival gang member, you want to die tonight. So these are just allegations. And Casanova has maintained his innocence while he is in jail. Man, yeeks. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, let's talk about Kyle Rittenhouse. He was on the stand crying. We'll give you an update. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here talking about my friends at The General Insurance. They offer flexible payment plans and the ability to choose your payment date. Plus, they let you choose how you pay, whether that's with cash, card, or check. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com to learn more today. Some restrictions apply. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Now a Thursday night football. The Dolphins take on the Ravens tonight. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? Well, let's talk about what's going on with Kyle Rittenhouse. He testified yesterday that he was under attack when he killed two men and wounded a third. Now, this was during a night of protest in Kenosha. He's saying he didn't do anything wrong and that he defended himself. He's 18 now. He was only 17 last year when this happened. And he even started crying while he was on the stand. And he was crying so hard that the judge ended up calling a break. Once I take that step back, I look over my shoulder and Mr. Rosenbaum was now running from my right side. And 
I was cornered from in front of me with Mr. Zeminski, and there were people right there. That's where I run. <laughs> Anyway, you, you can uh, just relax for a minute, sir. Insane. Yeah, I see the testimony. <laughs> okay. Not one tear fell. And there's even a part where he looks at the judge. He almost looks at the judge like, are we supposed to go to commercial now? Are we supposed to go to commercial? And then the judge goes to break. Now, they've been looking at all kinds of videos, and he does have witnesses that he's called to the stand. So according to Rittenhouse, he said the first man cornered him and put his hand on the barrel of his rifle. The second man hit him with a skateboard, and the third man <clears throat> came at him with a gun of his own. They're also trying to get a mistrial, by the way, because they're saying that the chief prosecutor was asking questions that were out of bounds and that the uh, judge had already told him not to ask. So they're even discussing a potential mistrial. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand. The judge said you don't ask those questions, and then you ask those questions anyway. Isn't it like kind of like you asking for a mistrial? Yeah, so that's what the judge was saying. Now, they also did say to expect closing arguments early next week. So he's on trial. These are shootings that he committed. He actually killed uh, two people and wounded a third. I don't expect anything to happen to Kyrie right now. You don't think he'll get three years? Like I don't expect nothing to happen to him. Well, people Nothing's- are divided. Some people are saying, because well, his, his take is this, right? He says that he went to Kenosha to protect people's property, and he also had claimed that he was a medic, which is a lie. Here's that part of his testimony. Just ask you. You. So you're a certified EMT, and you said yes, correct? Yes. That was a lie, correct? I'm not an EMT. You're not a certified EMT. You're not an EMT of any kind. You weren't on that night, correct? Yes. So you lied to him, correct? I told him I was. I told him I was an EMT, but I wasn't. And you knew you were being interviewed by someone in the media when you told that lie, didn't you? Yes. That's wild. And so he was saying that he was there to protect property and to also help people. And this is what ended up happening. And there was a lot of there was a situation where he shouldn't have been in the street where he was. Right. So he knew he was going to be like inciting people and things like that. And it kind of feels like you're asking for trouble. Like you went out there like a vigilante. That's what it sounds yeah, like. You're not an Avenger. You ain't Batman. Sit your dumb ass down somewhere. And you know, what's crazy. He reminded me of Jody. Remember uh, after Peanut? Killed Snoop, and mm-hmm. then Jody was in the his bedroom crying, mm-hmm. wiping his face with mm-hmm. the gun. And then Ving Rhames walked in and took the gun from him. That's how Kyle Rittenhouse looked on the stand. Nah, oh, baby boy, you want you man up, but man he, up. Right. So we are definitely watching this. But next week, like I said, we can expect closing arguments. So we'll keep you guys updated. I don't think nothing's gonna happen to him, but that's just my so. own personal I think he'll opinion. Get some time. I, I, I mean, listen. he said he felt threatened, but if you feel threatened, why were you still approaching people? You know what I'm saying, like. Why would you put I'm yourself you. in a situation to feel threatened? Right. I just don't think nothing's gonna happen to him. He's a young white kid. He went on there and shed fake tears, and they they went to break because he was crying. Well, he's <laughs> think, facing think up, about that. He's facing up to life in uh, prison, and he talks about the car source dealership lot because that's what he was allegedly protecting, protecting that property. He said the car source owner was happy that we were there that night. Well, did the guy from Car Source give you a free car? Okay. I'm sure not. What was your price? Nothing. All right. I don't think nothing's going to happen to him. That's, that's probably what's going to happen. He's probably going to get off, and then the car source dude is going to give him a free car. And then people going to take care of people Talking gonna, tours, and he'll be getting money that's for right. speeches. People are going to take care of all his legal bills. He'll do a GoFundMe, and, you know, Mm-mm-mm. you already know. All right. Damn, man. Well, that is your front page news.
All right, when we come back, Sean Garrett, the pen, will be joining us. Sean Garrett, he's written for damn near every artist and produced for every artist, <laughs> well, written for every artist damn near in this industry, all right? And he did a majority of Summer Walker's album, right? Did he EP Summer Walker's album? Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. He did a lot of that album, and she specifically thanked him when her album was number one. All right, so we'll talk to Sean Garrett when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He's still spending a lot of old money. Woo! We got the pen. <laughs> what's up? What's up, baby? How are you, King? What's happening? How, how is those publishing checks nowadays, man? They still rolling on time and it's getting bigger and bigger, man. You That's know what good. I'm saying? <laughs> Life is getting better. <laughs> I, I, I really My mom used to always say, you learn a lot, you live long enough. Mm. No, I, I always do wonder about that, just the whole writing aspect, because I know, you know, that's that's what people, like, seem to live forever and make money forever mm -hmm. off, if they, you know, own the rights to the song. Yeah, and, like, the catalog is nice. <laughs> <laughs> is, it better, is it better now or before with streaming? Is streaming affected in a negative or positive way with nah, streaming? No, it's much better now, really? because it's like, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but last year, um, actually the biggest streaming music was catalog music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of the recurring, you know, um, catalog records are really streaming up. So, old, so some a lot of the older stuff that you produce are, are coming back up on the charts and people are streaming them like crazy. Yeah, I mean, well, it's just like, you know, I, I was really fortunate to work with some of the greatest, mm -hmm. right? You know, from Beyonce's to Checkup Orange, Give Me Bodies, the Chris Brown's Run It, Give Me That, The Yes, number 14 song on the greatest hits of all time, Hot 100 list. Wow. Uh, Britney know, Spears. Britney Spears, uh, wow. Mary J. Blige, Enough Crime, Pussycat Dolls. Everybody. Uh, London Bridge. I, listen, I want to talk about Britney Spears for a second because you know her or knew her pretty well mm -hmm. working with her. Yeah. I know she was coming out of rehab also. You were around for all of that. So what are your thoughts when you see everything happening with her conservatorship and what's been going on with her parents and sister? Well, I mean, I've always really liked Britney. I felt like she's, you know, she was one of the hardest working, you know, artists I've been around. Mm -hmm. I mean, she definitely took her craft um, very seriously. I mean, I can't really speculate on her, like her parents. I know it's probably complicated, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, mental health is tricky, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really... I don't know her particularly that deep to probably speculate on how that should work. Did you have to deal with her dad at all or her mom? Nah, you know what? I had a really great experience with her. Like, um, she just would come in, man, and just, you know, she, she was pretty bubbly and she would work hard. You know what I'm saying? I had a good time working with uh, Brittany, though. I love I love working with her, actually. A lot of the, a lot of the um, artists earlier in my career, I feel like a lot of the artists took their, their, their craft really seriously. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They were they were way more dedicated to like the work. You know, I mean, Usher, Chris Brown, like, I mean, them people, thirteen hours in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it was harder to get in the game back then. So being that it was so hard to get in, yeah, you know, those people really took it serious yeah. once they got in. Like being signed, being a celebrity, meant something back yeah, then. Yeah, it really. Uh, and so now, you know, looking at it now, like everything is so much easier for me because mm -hmm. I've seen it. I've seen it and I understand now a lot of, you know, the crazy part before I, I was, I just didn't know, mm -hmm. but I was very, very, I'm very thankful. What didn't I'm, you know? I mean, I just didn't know the people, right? Like the crazy thing about, you know, yeah, it was like my first song, <laughs> like my first Damn. 10 singles were like hot 100 number ones. Mm -hmm. Like, 
Uh, so Sierra's Goodies was my second record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce's Check Up On It was the third one. Soldier, Lose My Breath, T-Shirt, Girl, all them songs. So you just thought that's the way it was. Yeah, like, I was just like, <laughs> I mean, I was working on adrenaline for real. Like, I, you know, it was almost like a, like a, like, it was like a, um, it was very competitive, mm-hmm. like extremely competitive. And so I was dead serious. That's why, like, you know, y'all probably gonna ask me this. So, but just like the verses, like, like that, that's dead serious. I was dead serious. Yes, you were. Yeah. Yeah, I was dead serious. <laughs> was you, was you on anything during the verses? Nah, man. I, I had a, I had two, uh, I had two root canals that day. Mm-hmm. And by the way, so like, it did look like your face hurt. There was one. Yeah, man. I, I had, I had two root canals, and I had, I really, as y'all know, or some people may have forgotten, like that's, we kind of popped verses off, like for real, because it, it went viral. Yeah. We went into this. We didn't. I was holding my phone. Like, it, we didn't have the budget. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Early. 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 You know what I mean? So, I feel like some people need do-overs from the beginning. Because yeah, it's so like, different now. But that yeah. was the first one that was like a real versus. Like, it was yeah. a competition. Like, yeah. they was taking this mm-hmm. serious, yeah, not yeah, too friendly. Dead serious. Like, you know, I don't be playing no games with that, <laughs> with the work. Or, you know, um, and me, you know, me and me and Dream always competed, you know. Uh, so it sports to us, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was take your head off, but like, dead serious. Now you said you feel like artists don't take it as serious as the artists back then. Why do you think that? Well, I just think that like it's you know it's I always try to explain to artists that hey man this is for your life. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to give you as much as I possibly can, so I can help you see what it is that I got a chance to see. And the blessing is giving giving it away, right? You know I always look at it as an opportunity to give people what I was blessed to to be able to do, right? And um, a lot of times I don't think artists really understand that that hit song is so necessary for putting food on the table for your family mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, yeah. right? And it's in a game, like it's, it's, it's dead serious. And it's like, you know, yeah, you 22 right now, you know what I'm saying? But when you when you 32 and you trying to figure out what happened, That's right. Mm-hmm. This is what you will reflect on, you know Man, what I'm Nile saying? Man, Nile Rodgers makes a million dollars off of We Are Family every year still to this day. Over uh, a million dollars off that one song, yeah. We Are Family. Yeah, like, I mean, publishing is the truth. So mm-hmm. let me ask you this about publishing deals, because we see all these, right now people have been like selling off portions of their catalog mm-hmm. and for like huge numbers, and you have an amazing, crazy catalog. Mm-hmm. So is there a benefit for you to do that, to do a publishing deal? And Yeah, because depending on, like, you you know, you gotta really understand the law, right? You're gonna get it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's real estate, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's really real estate. You let and people lease it, really. Yeah, right. you're going to get it back. If you figure out, if you know what you're doing. So you get a nice big chunk at once that you can do whatever with, and then eventually when you recoup that money and whatever, you get it back? Is that Well, like, like in the law, it's like 30, in 33 years, okay. right? Like, so if you sell it, like in, in, in America, you, you know, it's 33 years. It'll come back to your family. But the good thing about it, like, when you, you know, I never really, to be honest with you, I never, before I even, before I even woke up and realized what I was doing, I had them 30 number ones mm-hmm. right. because I never really looked at it about making money. I was just, I just really love, mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about working and building and, and growing and, and helping others. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to sound cliche-ish, but I really love it. I love the art of, like a lot of people say, well, damn, why don't you keep that song for yourself, Sean? It's like, you know, in due time, that's mm-hmm. my, my, that, that, that's there too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm an artist. I was an artist from day one. You know what I'm saying? But 
being a hit maker is something that's very um it's not an easy job all right we got more with sean garrett when we come back it's the breakfast club good morning Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Sean Garrett. How do you evolve as a producer? You see some producers, they come strong. Mm-hmm. Then five years, their sound is taken, and then you don't hear from them anymore. So how do you evolve as a producer to continue to make new sounds and new music and new styles and new trends? Um, that's a good question, Envy. I, I, you know what? Actually, it's like I was really fortunate because the way my parents taught me just as a human being, mm-hmm. the way of thinking um, really helped me understand. Like, I look at the end first, right? So I look at where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I, w- I look at, you know, how what, what my end result is. So I approach everything from that perspective, right? So everything that I'm actually entering, it's something that I've already thought out, right? And it's like, this is how I want this to actually happen. It doesn't happen all the time, no. But if you aim high, right? And so the goal is... Uh, you know, I, I I plan on not being a, I don't do the same song ever again, right? I'm never trying to recreate the same song. I'm mm-hmm. never trying to recreate um, something I've done already. You know, I'm, I'm I'm there's laws, right? It's like the law of science, the law of gravity. Mm-hmm. When it, when it comes to like merchandising or marketing, you know, I look at everything just like Nike do, right? And it's just like when Nike come out with those that new pair of sneakers, they're not gonna come out with the same shit that everybody's seen already it's going to be new and the way they present it it's going to be in a way where you like oh i gotta get it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so i just kind of look at music the same way right i'd approach it from that perspective like summer walker project is something that um was Mm -hmm. completely off the grid for me which was a a very interesting and a great opportunity what do you mean when you say off the grid because summer's a very different type artist right like she's not as uh progressive as a lot of the artists I've worked with, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's very... Um, to herself? Yeah, very to herself, uh, very... Uh, Doesn't do a lot of the traditional things, like yeah, press she, and all of that stuff. Yeah, like she, that. Has, she has her own yeah. way of... So we are of, so excited for her album. <laughs> Yo, the album is incredible, y'all. Like, I'm really excited about it as well. I got a chance to be the um, album executive producer on there, and um, thanks to my brothers, like, LVRN. Um, you know, like... I always try to do things that are meaningful. Like mm-hmm. LVRN represents us, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's mm-hmm. five brothers from, you know, um, HBCU schools, right? That all came together. And I just thought it was just such an amazing, it's amazing that five brothers could actually work together, right? And build a company, right? And and, mm-hmm. and, and be able to share, you know, the ups and downs and, 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 and it's hard business, right? And so um, that's one of the reasons why I was, I'm so uh, competitive compassionate about this project and at the same time getting getting a chance to know summer um a lot of people told me at first too like she was yo man you know she's gonna be difficult to work with or you know she doesn't this and she doesn't that no I, I actually had a great time working with her i mean she wasn't i'm sure you've heard that about other artists before. yeah yeah Maybe. you know you you hear that especially but, with women they do that with women a lot yeah 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 i you know yeah i think that's bullshit too like i don't I have to see it myself, mm-hmm. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so I really had a great time working with her. And, um, you know, some things like the first single, uh, you know, y'all X may have- for a reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. y'all may have heard that she didn't- A lot of yeah, people didn't like that. They didn't like that. Anything that didn't like that, they was like, this isn't summer sound. Yeah, but see, that's, that's see, they, they got a, well, you know, we're trying to, we were trying to build her audience too. You know what I'm saying? She had already peaked in urban. So, you know, I, I get that everything y'all want on the album, it's on the album, trust me. It is on there. It's a great. Yeah, you know, but we gotta also build, 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, those guys got a budget. They, they got to pay money back. You know what I'm saying? Like, got to keep the lights on. I always right? wonder about stuff like that when people say, you know, you got to branch outside of Urban, which is black, right? Because to me, Usher, those albums were super R&B. You know what I mean? X for a reason is black. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's black. <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's that picture X for a reason, though. <laughs> so what do you mean when you say when you say branch out of Urban? Like, what did y'all do differently? Well, well, it's like, well, we didn't, you know, a lot of people, I guess, you know, her fans are so enamored with her, mm -hmm. right? Which is a beautiful thing, right? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing to build that type of thing. But at the same time, you know, like she, she came out as that type of artist, but you got to grow, right? And so, you know, there's only so many urban stations, mm -hmm. right? But how many rhythmic stations are there yeah. at iHeart, right? And, you know, that's a lot, it's a lot of stations, mm -hmm. right? And, and I mean, you know, you know, what's happening in Japan, what's happening in, in London, what's happening in, I mean, she's a global artist. She should be. I mean, she, we want her to win Grammys. We Is want her to be nominated for Grammys. You know what I mean? Her last album was amazing and it wasn't nominated. Like, mm -hmm. that's, that's bull****. Isn't black music the global culture right now, though? Like, our sound, our style is being taken from everybody. Even those rhythmic stations, mm -hmm. the artists on there are making, like, R&B records, hip-hop records. Well, I think sometimes people misunderstand the idea of growing, right? It's not like you're selling out. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it's like we are. Yeah, that's a, that's the point. We are, we we are the culture, right? And so we also have the ability to translate outside of our hood. That's right, mm -hmm. right? And so that's the same thing you guys have, have been able to figure out, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you all have this amazing show. It's well balanced. You know what I'm saying? And it's translated and in and outside of where we grew up, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? when you say balance, it's about being who she truly really is, but also being able to expand your sound. Exactly, and it wasn't like we're trying to change. Um, and you know, we knew going in, at, you know, they hear the first song, they're like, oh my God, you guys don't wreck the No, it's like, <laughs> it's like, nah. And then when everybody saw the video, it's like, oh shit. like we really, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, when you hear the album, you're gonna, it's gonna make sense. You're gonna be like, oh shit, because that, that I bet your ex for a reason though is a anthem for it's an <laughs> empowering song for women yeah. right because she's checking the guy mm -hmm. she's checking the ex she's ex, she's checking the new chick and any other chick that she may be see you know why people love that from summer walker too is because we've seen so much of her life play out on social That's the media point. so it makes it more relatable because you listen to it and you're like i know exactly who she's, she's talking, talking about, yeah, yeah. who she's talking about. And I think that's important. That's part of the reason why people can't wait for this album mm -hmm. because she went through a very public breakup. She's moved on. She's happy in love with somebody else. And so we don't know where it's going to take us. But we think about some of those albums that, like, you know, people still love Tony Braxton just because of what she was going Mary through. J. Blige. Or Amy mm -hmm. Winehouse or Mary J. Blige. Mm -hmm. Right. And those and that's mean why a lot. And that's such a great, great point, Angie. It's like, People like our people gotta be patient too. Like y'all, like like that's what I don't like about social media. It's like mm -hmm. everything gotta be like right now. You right gotta now. see everything. I'm like, damn. Give it a minute. Let this roll out. Let us roll out the. You know, let let her roll out her 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 play right or her plan. Um, but it's it was it was great, man. It was, mm -hmm. it was like I think this is probably one of the best R&B albums. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Sean Garrett. Yeah. What right. happens when you have to choose who you give a song to? Like. So you might have a hit song and maybe one person wants it, but so does somebody else. They both heard it. How do you make a decision? Man, I had that. I that's a, <laughs> I remember one time Diddy got mad. Boy, Diddy wanted this song. That Loving You No More? 
Loving you no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diddy's birthday too, by the way, but go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, happy birthday, Diddy. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he did that, though. I, that was, I, I did that. I okay. wrote that, yeah. And, um, man, I, he, I, somebody else wanted it. And he was pissed. Like, he was like, yo, I never seen him act. I never seen somebody act so mad. Who wanted it? Should I tell you? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay, so it was Mario. It was Mario wanted the record. Okay. And and um, and Diddy was pissed. Like, he was not having it. Uh, Yeah. He, yeah. That's he interesting, though. I mean, it's interesting yeah. because that says a lot about you. Because a lot of people say, let me go with the bigger star. Let me just give the bigger star the record. Mm -hmm. But you, but Mario's very talented. No nah, man, I mean we, you know, breakup was. Yeah, yeah. yeah breakup was my song for my, my album, mm -hmm. and so, uh, and Mario, man, he, you know, I'm, I'm saying this with the utmost respect. He, he, you know, he needed a, he needed a hit. He needed a hit mm -hmm. at like that time, and so <laughs> I decided to share it with him. And you know, I told his his because his manager at the time was Jay Irvin, mm -hmm. and Jay Irvin was like, "Yo, bro, I need this record." I was like, "I told you, I played it for you. It was my record." Like, but. He's like, man, I really need this record for him. And I was like, you know, I'll do a deal with you. I'll, like, we'll share the record. And so, um, and that's the kind of shit I do, man. That's a like, good compromise. You did that with Goodies, too, right? Wasn't that for Britney Spears or something originally? Um, no, Goodies I did specifically for Sierra. Yeah, I can't see Britney doing Goodies. Yeah. Uh, Especially after seeing her dance. There, had, there was a song, though, I did for Britney <laughs> that I gave to somebody else, though. The what mix song up, was that? Uh... The publishing checks come in regardless. Yeah. Yeah. He can't, can't stop remember. that. Though. He can't remember, can't so remember. many songs. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that um, yeah, Goodies, Goodies was like Sierra was, she was a little baby man. She was, she was a little girl. And so when Diddy called you, he screamed like, "You gonna get a record to Mario?" Nah, he <laughs> wasn't screaming at me. He was screaming at he was screaming at his manager. He was going crazy, cause like you know, I love Diddy. I love all these people, but I'm telling you, I crossed the line. I, I turn into a human. I don't give, I don't give a who it is. Does Beyonce take reign over anybody? Like when she said, nah, I want that. Oh. You can't tell Beyonce, no. Yeah, I don't be telling B, no. See? That's nah, the one I, artist you'd be like, look, I'm sorry, I got to take this Yeah, back. that's that's one of them calls you'd be like, ah. Uh, yeah, nah, I ain't going to be able to do that one. Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> nah, she, uh, hey, she has done so much for my, That's that's see, that's a good example. I didn't know. What they were doing for me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I just didn't get it. Like I, I, I was just, I working. was thankful. Just... I was just working, but <laughs> man, you were spoiled in a way too, right? Having all those that number one, number one, number one, back to back to back to back. You know, you didn't know, what, you didn't know what the struggle as a songwriter felt like, did you? That might, that might be a good point. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I just know I worked crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, she was just, she gave me so many opportunities. It was just. I, now that I think about it, I mean, think about it, y'all. Like, damn, all them songs. Like, like, damn, I was like, I went to do. Um, I was only supposed to do "Is She the Reason" with Destiny Child. Wow. That was the only. I, that was the first song. I thought I was just going there to do one song, turning the girl and T-shirt and soldier and lose my breath and, you know. Then one day she was leaving. She was just walk. She had a move. She was doing this movie and she was like. <laughs> I mean, she was just always so sweet to me. But she she had this damn movie. She was like, Hey, Sean, I got this little movie that I'm doing. Uh, this was the Pink Panther. Mm -hmm. She was like, um, I got this little this little movie I'm doing, and we need to do this song for the uh, for the soundtrack. And I was like, I was just acting like was normal. But now that I think about, it, I'm like, what? That was <laughs> that ended up being check up on it. Wow, like that's huge, crazy. Yeah, that like she trusts you, and that's that so was, important for artists to have a trust. 
with somebody that they work with. I remember reading I really, that you said you you owe your career to Beyonce. I do like like um, like they really, really were very 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 giving to me. Like I mean, I had to deliver, <laughs> but at the same time, man, like they really looked out for me on a, a number of occasions when I really just didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? It was like I was a kid. Like, well, what kind of artist are you looking to sign? I love Angela. You be on your sh. Uh, you going back to the uh, so type of artists that um, we're looking for are artists that really have the opportunity or have the ability. There's a lot of artists today that don't get the help, mm-hmm. right? And, and right. not monetarily, just the just the common sense. You know what I'm saying? Like development, the development. Yeah, is you know what I'm saying? And nobody's helping them, and and so like artists are really struggling too. You know, like the whole pressure from social media is 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 a lot. For me. I mean, it's some of these kids are really depressed because mm-hmm. I get a chance to talk to them, and this is not the conversation that people hear. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you know, they're acting as if like, yeah, everybody's just putting their music out and shit, everything's streaming and all kind of shit's happening. Mm-hmm. That ain't really that that looks like that, but there's a lot of these kids is really having a difficult time because you know it's like either you have a hit song or you don't. And once you you know you put a record out, this shit don't really work. Mm-hmm. You that's mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? And so then then what do you do, right? And they and they they having a hard time trying to, you know, stay on. You know you got the pressure of people clowning you and shit, you know, saying that um, it didn't work. And it's even worse. Like it's really bad now. You know people just go online and say anything about you. So um, what we're trying to do is create this opportunity for the work, the help that I would. The same thing I would do for an artist like Chloe, like like Chloe, it, like Chloe's not my artist. But if I had Chloe, I knew exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. Like I know exactly what to tell what? her. What? I know exactly what kind of song to do. Like exactly. Really? Chloe, come get that Sean Garrett. Okay, record. I saw y'all with the the way, DJ Louis V the other day in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, together. that was yeah that was that was really cool. I would think Beyonce would put that together. That's Beyonce artist. I would think Beyonce would be like, yo, you know, you need to get with. Yep. But I think sometimes she probably, uh, you know, but, I, okay, so here's the, here's the particulars, though. So, Chloe is a producer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she's a producer. You, you, so, so she may or may not know yet. Like, she may not know what she's missing yet. Right. Not saying that she's missing anything, but I'm saying that's the point. You know what I'm saying? It's like, when I go work with someone, I know what to do. Sean, always a pleasure, King. Good to see you, y'all, man. Appreciate you. Love you too. Congrats on everything, Absolutely. Too. Man, this has been great, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Oh, and, uh, much success to y'all. Thank you, brother. It's Sean Garrett. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. start with your mama. She should have whooped you. Girl, you ain't. But she don't care because you live. Poor baby mama. Now is the perfect time. Now is the perfect time for any woman that you're dealing with, you know, to get on her Summer Walker vibes. Because when she get upset with you and get angry at you and get bitter with you, you don't got to spend the holidays with them. You don't got to buy no Christmas gifts. So That's how you look so, at it? So let her, I'm sure you guys so want to spend some time with your woman you over the holidays. Yourself. Not, you if she bit up. Not if she bitter. Don't bring that negative energy around here over well, the holidays. Well, if you, that negative yeah, energy. If you okay. mess up. You cause that negative energy. Mm-hmm. I'm just over here. You selfish, bro. I'm just over here minding nope. mine. You selfish. Okay, I'm you just selfish. over here trying to be the best version of myself. And but here you, you go. You cause that energy, though. You well, if a guy messes up and then he's happy that he doesn't have to buy you a gift or spend the holidays with you, he's not the one. If you're the fourth baby mama, you made a choice. All right. Shout out to all the fourth baby mamas. all the fourth baby mamas out there. Drop in the clues bomb for all the fourth baby mamas who made a choice to be with a man who had three other baby mamas. Well, if you're going to shout out the fourth, you got to shout out the fifth. Shout out the first. No, shout out to the first, the second, and the third. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Hey, life happens. Life does happen. Very All true. right. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Travis Scott. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee. On the breakfast And we're not baby mama shaming, all right? Just we're not baby mama shaming. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know either, but I don't, don't want to see mad baby, baby mamas out in front. I don't want to see No proclaimed baby mamas. We only no fourth baby mama protest. That'll be a first for the breakfast club. <laughs> That'll be a first. We've had a lot of protests, but the fourth baby mama want to be wild. That'll be a first. I'm going to come out there and join you. <laughs> You're a fourth baby mama? Fourth baby daddy. Uh-oh. I got four kids. You know what I mean? I'm a little From past. one woman, though. I'm I don't past. know if that counts. I'm a little past job. All right. Where we start, Yeezy? All right. So there have been at least 58 lawsuits and counting filed over the Astro World tragedy as investigators and attendees are trying to find out what actually happened. They're saying this could take up to months to even finish this investigation. But right now, authorities are saying that uh, first responders began to receive word of injuries in the crowd around 9.30 p.m. And the show continued for another 40 minutes. Here is the Houston Police Chief Troy Finner talking at a press conference yesterday. Here's who he's saying is responsible. The ultimate authority to end a show is with production and the entertainer, okay? And that should be through communication with public safety officials. So did, so did public safety officials tell the producers to stop the show? Yeah, no, the public safety, which would be the police department, would have to say pull a plug, and yeah. then they would pull a plug. That don't sound like he was saying who's responsible, because how would an artist and producers know to stop the show if public safety officials didn't D- tell them? Didn't he tell just, them what was going on, right? Yeah, he just said it has to happen between communication between public safety officials, the producer, Correct. and the artist. So did the public safety officials tell the producers this is a dangerous situation. We need to stop the show. Well, they're still investigating, so we don't know all those answers yet. But Houston Fire Chief Samuel Pena told CNN if the lights would have been turned on, if the promoter or the artist called for that, it would have chilled the crowd. And who knows? Who knows what the outcome would have been? But everybody in that venue, starting from the artist on down, has a responsibility for public safety. Now, Travis Scott's attorney has made a statement as well. He said that there's been a lot of finger pointing and inconsistent messages and backtracking of statements. He also said that, um, you know, right now, Travis Scott is his heart is bleeding for his fans and they want he wants to reach out to people. He would love to reach out to the families. He's doing everything in his power to make sure that no fan ever loses their life at another concert. He's angry. He's upset that this happened. But the finger pointing is unproductive. And at his heart, he just wants to make sure something like this never happens. They're doing a lot of finger pointing. You know why, though? Because this is a situation where, like, everybody that's involved has some sort of a responsibility. And, yeah. but, no, but nobody wants to be held accountable. But you can't blame it on the artist. Like, you, you can't. When the artist is up there on that stage, and let's say people are passed out, you don't know if it's dehydration. You don't know what it is. And if unless somebody tells him, like, this is what's happening, and I can. But if nobody tells me, I don't know. I would know. think that's public safety and officials' if, and if, job. And if public safety knows, the police department knows, they have the right to stop those shows, in my opinion. I don't know. There's a lot well, of... Well, so far, people. they have not filed any official charges. They're still just investigating. So it's not... We don't even know if they're going to file charges. All I'm right. Talking about the court of public opinion. Now, Astro uh, Live Nation, they're saying, has sought to protect itself from lawsuits, even though there's scores of them uh, coming in. So they did some research on TMZ, and they said there is a liability waiver in Texas that would almost certainly provide cover for basic negligence, something that they know for a fact concertgoers are alleging. So they said you voluntarily assume all risks and danger incidental to the event for which the ticket is issued, whether occurring before, during, or after the event, and you waive any claims for personal injury or death against us. That is the online waiver. So what it doesn't provide is protection against gross negligence. 
And there's some of those claims that are going to be brought in court as well. Yeah, I don't see how Live Nation gets out of this one. I mean, that's... that's Well, if you sign a liability waiver... You know, where you're saying it's not our fault if something happens to you while well, no, you're I here. No, like yeah. I feel like this situation is gross negligence, though. Yeah, so we'll yeah. see. Like we said, we don't know everything that's going to happen. Now, there were also reports that a security guard got stuck in the neck with some type of drugs, right? And so now they're saying that wasn't true. Here is the Houston Police Department Chief Finner saying what? that's not what happened. We did locate that security guard. His story is not consistent with that. He says he was struck in his head. He went unconscious. He woke up in the security tent. He says that no one injected um, drugs in him. See, now this is where it goes crazy because the Why? police department were the ones that said, like, what? it wasn't a rumor. The police department said oh, that a guy got stuck, a security guard got stuck in the neck and they had to give him, what was that, that the, the thing? Narcan? Narcan, or not, Narcan to get him revived. That's oh, what the know. police department oh, said. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that came from the police department. That mm-hmm. came from the, it was a, st- he said that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know so that. that was earlier reports, and now they're saying. Now they're saying it, according to that security guard, that is wild. not what happened. And Travis Scott wild. just canceled a $5.5 million one off show that was supposed to take place in Saudi Arabia. How much? $5.5 million mm. for one show. I'm sure he's distraught. Yeah, he is, yeah. definitely. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Missy. Charlamagne, who are you giving that down to? What mm. happened? I'm just sitting there thinking that he get five million dollars a show. <laughs> five point five. God damn. Five point five. Don't don't spend wow. that on the five hundred thousand. Five point five. Wow. All right. These guys are getting money for real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Donkey of the day is going to a young woman named uh, Dyshannon Norris. She's from Atlanta, but this situation happened in Florida, so I have to give Florida the blame. <laughs> right. giving Florida the blame I got, I'm sorry, Florida. This is y'all fault. I, 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 well, we'll talk about it for after oh, that. Goodness. All right. We'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Warner Brother Pictures presents King Richard, based on a true story that will inspire the world. Watch Will Smith's portrayal of Richard Williams, father of two of the greatest sports legends, Venus, Serena, and A Plan for Greatness, in theaters and on HBO Max. King Richard, November 19th, rated PG-13. You make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Yes, donkey today for Thursday, November 11th, goes to an Atlanta woman named Dashannon Norris. All right, she's 49 years old. She's from Atlanta. But, Florida, y'all have to take the blame for this one because it happened in Pensacola, Florida. All right, this woman was perfectly fine until she went to Florida and drank that water. All right, that Florida water different. I'm not talking about the good Florida water that is used in spiritual work and cleansing. I'm talking about whatever is coming out the taps in Florida. Okay, whatever is in that water makes you nuts. You can go down there just to visit and end up being a whole Florida fool just by drinking the water. Okay, that's why I only drink bottled water when I go to Florida. Because I don't want to end up possessed <laughs> by the spirit of dreadlock gunplay. All right, drop on the clues bombs for my guy gunplay. He don't got drugs anymore. All right, he's a changed man, but dreadlock gunplay was nuts. All right, now even though Dashannon is getting donkey today, I can truly see both sides. See, Dashannon is a God-fearing woman. She knows God. And when you know God, you want everyone else to know God. But you can't force God upon people. And that's what Dashannon did. She tried to force God upon a family member. See, Dashannon wanted the family 
to pray for her mother's health. I repeat, she gathered people around her family to pray for her mother's health. And these savages in Florida, these menaces to society, these individuals who clearly don't care about God, our Dasha and his mom said, nah, all right, we're not praying for your mother. Now, that would piss off the average person, I would think. All right, I don't care how much of a healed version of yourself you are. Somebody tell you that they don't want to pray for your mother's health. Like you just want to gather people around and have a prayer for your mama's health, and somebody says, nah, you disrespecting God and my mama. Well, Di Shannon definitely felt disrespected, and this is how she decided to respond. See, Di Shannon, after her family did not comply with the prayer, she decided to pin said family member against the wall and take a bite out of him. Yes, she bit him. Okay, according to police reports, Norris attempted to get the entire family to pray for her mother's health. When the family members basically said, F your mama, Norris then dragged the family member down a hallway by his arm. When he resisted, Norris pinned him against the wall and bit him. According to arrest reports, the victim's shirt was ripped by Norris as he began to flee. That Shannon then started screaming that the family was possessed. And by the way, she might be right. This is why you don't go visit your family that lives in Florida. All right, go be a Taurus. Go to Disney World. Go to Universal Studios. Go lay out on the beach in Miami. Go to the licking. But going to visit family in Florida, do you know how contagious Florida foolishness is? All right, it's a risk. It's a danger to go visit family in Florida. Now, when officers came on the scene, they found a full mouth bite mark on the victim's left pectoral muscle. The area of the muscle was bruised and included broken skin with bleeding on the upper part of the bite mark. Now, I'm not making excuses for Di Shannon or justifying what she did, but there is a lesson in this. All of this happened because he rejected some prayer. All of this happened because he rejected doing something good for another person, something that would have cost him nothing. All she wanted was for him to participate in a prayer for her mother, and he said, nah. Why? All you had to do was be kind. And this is why you should always be kind because you never know what someone else is going through. And clearly, Di Shannon is going through something. Now, we could ask questions like, why didn't the family member want to pray for Di Shannon's mother? We can ask questions like, why would Di Shannon bite him because of this? We can ask questions like, why would Di Shannon think the family is possessed? Well, the answer to all those questions is one word, Two syllables, Florida, or is it three syllables? Florida, it's two. Florida, Florida, it's two. <laughs> Florida, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, Florida, Florida. Please give Di Shannon Norris the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Florida. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. Florida or Florida? It's three, right? Florida. Yeah, Florida. 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 When you're country, you say Florida. Florida. Florida, but that's two. Florida's actually from Good Times. That was that was my mom's Good Times. Yeah, she was. Florida. Love ass actress. Florida. That's the Rolly. Florida. Drop includes bombs for Esther Rolly. Florida. Shout the Florida too. Include the Florida. Drop a bomb for Florida. Yeah, drop on the clue bomb. It's either two or three syllables. Y'all know what we talking about. Yeah, you know what we talking about. All right. The state that's shaped like a gun. There you go. All right. Up next, Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. 
Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. Good morning. Uh, my question, good morning. I just want to say I love y'all. This is my favorite podcast to listen to to get me through the workday. We are a podcast. Um, podcast. Yee, <laughs> e, I just want to say congrats on your coffee shop. Thank I love you, love. I Thank love you. options. So my question today, um, I've had some issues with my boyfriend. We've been dating for six years, and um, video games have been an issue for us. And I just want to know... What is something um, that you would recommend as far as just a happy medium for us to come to a conclusion with the video game? How much does he play? So we've kind of come to a compromise, but so usually he'll come get off work, which is around four, and he'll play sometimes overnight, which is probably well into 11 and 12 p.m. And we've had uh, we've had. So many arguments about this. I know this is something that he loves, so I want him to have an outlet when he gets home. But what do you what do you say about that? Men in their thirties playing video games. <laughs> well, I understand that for him, it could help him. Like if he's got some type of stress, it's therapeutic for him. Yeah. He enjoys his video games, but that sounds like a whole lot. And I also feel like I'm. Sh- it feels like you want some time with him. Yeah, because, you know, my time gets missed. You know, when he's done, usually he's exhausted, he's tired. So yeah. he'll just be going to sleep and then we, you know, work the next day. And so I'm just like, how do we come up with like a happy medium or a compromise? Because this is something he enjoys. You know, I want him to have an outlet. You know what I think? Well, and I think that's great. Of course, you want to enjoy it, but you don't want it to be overkill. And you want some time with your man. And the approach is always, yeah. baby, I want some time with you. So yeah. <laughs> it's not that I don't want you to have a good time, but I want us to make plans together and make plans together. It might be, okay, this movie's coming out on Netflix on Friday. Let's do a Netflix and chill night. Let's get some wine. Let's, yeah. And you just got to make some real plans. Let's go to the comedy club. Such and such is going to be there. And, I, you know, I think he'll... It, he seems like he'll go along with it because you said you guys have already compromised. Yeah, and we have. We've had, this has just been a, an ongoing argument for us that has, you know, it, it's been frustrating. But I think we're com- finally coming down to, uh, you know, an understanding. So, but that was, that was great. That yeah. was great advice. Yeah, man. And look, maybe you should learn how to play some of them games too and surprise You know them. what? I've actually considered that and maybe <laughs> I can beat him at his own, that, that damn 2K. <laughs> yeah, because that would be actually kind of funny if you learn how to play a little something and practice. She plays those video games. Yeah, so I think that'll be a fun compromise. But I do understand the need for couples to spend time together, to make plans together, yeah. to get out of the house, to get from in front of the TV. And so I think it's just up to you to be proactive. And mm-hmm. Being in somebody's presence is different from spending time to me. Right. So, you know, let's make it happen. Yes, let's make it happen. Well, I want to give y'all flowers. You know, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all, Uncle Sharla. I love you. Yo, 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 Uncle Sharla, my birthday just passed. I was I turned thirty on Halloween, so I just wanted to let you guys know I turned thirty thirty on Halloween, and I really have been dying for one of those books, Black Privilege, Shallow Waters. I would love, love, love if you could send me those. I got you. All right, you. well, hold I'll, on. I'll We're going to you get your information. Too, so just hold on. Okay. Hold on. 
<laughs> Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit it now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Brittany. Hey, is it me you're looking for? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. What's your question for Yee? So, first of all, good morning, Angela, Envy, and Charlamagne. Good morning. Um, Yee, my question for you is, how can I prevent my past relationship traumas from ruining something that I'm in right now that's really, really beautiful. Like, if relationship PTSD was a thing, I have it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you do. A lot of us have that <laughs> PTSD from past relationships. We all do. The fact that you can identify that and want to work on it is already a great sign. So mm-hmm. I would really suggest, have you ever done or gotten any type of like therapy or just kind of work through those issues? Yes, um, I've actually been in therapy for about a year now. Okay. I thought everything was, you know, I thought I was on the up and up. However, this man that I've been with for about nine months now has given me no reason to, Mm -hmm. you know, not trust him. But I still have those those moments when I want to just wig out. You know what? These are the things that I have to tell myself too because I had some past relationship trauma as well, right? So some things, and I've said this before, but I do lead with giving people the benefit of the doubt and giving them trust until they prove me wrong. I know some people do the opposite, but you don't, like you said, want to ruin something that's going really well because of your past relationships. And I never want to give people who dog me out the power to feel like they can affect my life moving forward. And so that's when thing that I always tell myself I'm not gonna let this D head from before affect how great my relationship is going now but another thing that I, that I also have to tell myself is the things that happened to me in the past that were bad are the reason why I'm here now all those past relationships aren't you glad you're not with those people anymore Absolutely, but they're still affecting me. Right. And I get it. Look, a lot of us have past trauma, but I also feel like the reason you're with this great guy now is because those guys made space for you to be single and find this person at the right time. And I also feel like you can't prevent certain things from happening. No matter how much you might want to be mad about things or read too much into things or go through somebody's phone or their email or whatever it is, whatever's going to happen People were gonna, are going to do what they're going to do regardless. And you make it even worse. You don't want to push somebody away because of things that you've gone through. So I, su- I suggest that you have great communication with him. Always let him know like if something's bothering you. But be reasonable when you talk about and, it. And-, and I do. And he's really well about understanding and helping me process through this. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like when I have these moments, I don't want to keep bringing it up to him. Like, okay, babe, let's talk. Because at some point, he's going to be like, okay, girl, like, you know, and and hopefully those moments get less and less as he has. Yeah. And, you know, it is part of the process. And if he loves you, he'll understand that. But I also want to encourage you when he's doing great and amazing things for you. Talk about that, too. And I do. I praise him all the time. Right. And so I'm sure he knows what you've been through. And that's what he's there for, too, to be able to talk to. Now, if you feel like you overdoing it and you're irrational, then you might need to find somebody else to talk to. You know, because you shouldn't always be placing that burden on him 
But mm-hmm. like if it's getting less and less, that's really what we want. If it's something major and you need to talk to him, fine. Sometimes there's certain things that you might have to check yourself. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. All right. And look, you found a good man, girl. Hold on to that one. That's not I'm easy. Listening. I'm not coming up off of this one. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Thank you. All right, ask ye 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice you can call ye. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, and we'll tell you who just sold off $5 billion in stock. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Let me tell you something. Elon Musk loves Twitter and getting feedback from people on there because after he did a a poll on Twitter, he made a promise, right? He sold off about 4.5 million shares of Tesla stock. He raised over $5 billion doing that. Wow. So about $1.1 billion of that will go toward paying uh, tax obligations for stock options. And, you know, last weekend he said he would sell 10% of his holdings in the company, which is worth more than $20 billion based on the result of a poll that he conducted on Twitter. I mean, I love it. I still I think I'm going to get myself a test of the way gas prices are shooting up like crazy. Right, it's time. And the fact that, you know, they have all these different places all over the country where you could charge your car for free. Yeah, I think it's time for me to get a test. Are they expensive? Uh, I don't know. I've never really looked at it. Mm. But a lot of cars are expensive right now, too, more than usual. All right, now Kanye West and Soulja Boy have squashed their feud. Apparently, Kanye posted a text exchange between the two of them. He po- he texted Soulja Boy, yo, it's yay, love you, bro. I should have told you I wasn't going to use the verse. Soulja Boy responded, love you too, bro. That's all I wanted. He's going to be here tomorrow. Yes, he is. Another thing that I'm sure we're going to have to talk about tomorrow, he, he was live and he was going at Young Dolph. Young Dolph says that he makes $100,000 per show, but Soldier Boy says that's all cap. So uh, Key Glock also had said he was the first person who did like a, a 3D billboard. So here is what Soldier Boy had to say on his live. I did the Flying Lambo four months ago on my birthday. Flying Lambo 3D same thing you really copied the same thing i did but just put it on a billboard bro boom let that go but so look you started the opening for the trolling right there you tagged me talking about at soldier boy on the fur rapper so that was cool oh we keep up it's still cool this dog gonna talk about some i'm independent i'm getting a 100k a show man stop it i get in the motherfucking comments and say that's cap y'all signed to empire y'all not independent i'm independent so what the this really about this get mad because I come in the comments and say that's cap well he will be here tomorrow yeah so and uh, just to prove that he also said this on his live breakfast club tomorrow shout out to Charlemagne and God y'all didn't do nothing but gave me some more to talk about you talking about breakfast club tomorrow <laughs> by the way he was scheduled to be here tomorrow before the uh the BS that young Dolph mm-hmm. Drake stuff and he's gonna be on the God's Honest Truth my late night talk show tomorrow night at 10pm he was scheduled to do that prior to so you All right, know, now Jaden no Jaden Smith was on Red Table Talk, and one thing that he did was talk about his experiences using mushrooms. Both of y'all still haven't done mushrooms. No, I but haven't. even Jaden Smith has done it. Here's what he had to say. And during that experience, I understood what ego was for the first time. Mm-hmm. It was always in my head, talking, telling me what I was and what I wasn't. And for the first time, I had like a ego dissolution where I was like, that was the moment that really changed me. You get to a place in your life where you're blocked by something, whether it's a trauma, whether it's your emotions, your ego, not being able to express yourself. And then I feel like psychedelics are a way to tear down that wall and see what's beyond it. 
I'm skipping mushrooms. The reason I'm going to skip mushrooms is because I see, I know there's a lot of people that do mushrooms for spiritual reasons, but it seems like a lot of people do it for recreation. I'm going to ayahuasca because ayahuasca, every time I hear about it, it's only for spiritual reasons. That's well, what yeah, I and do. he also uh, and Jada Pickett Smith was talking about how it does help you with mental health issues, and people use it for that and for depression. She said she had struggled with depression and it was crippling, and so she said that was one of the things that uh, actually led that experimentation. All right, and T Pain, it looks like his car was uh, repoed. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but he posted a video of it while it was going down. That mean I gotta take it. And he posted, if you have somebody watching your money, make sure you have somebody watching them, too. The good news is I've been here before and I know how to bounce back, so F it. Y'all be careful out here, man, and watch your business like you watch your bitches. See y'all on the brighter side. Wow. T-Pain have been making some really great business moves from what I've seen, so. Right. I, I don't wonder. think he doesn't have the money, but apparently somebody dropped the ball. And so repo cars usually take some time. It's not going to be 30, 60 days. It's usually but maybe the bill doesn't come to him and somebody else was supposed to be handling his mm. finances. Who knows? All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, shout to Revolt. Uh, this is our uh, tomorrow is Revolt's last day. Yes. It's our last day on Revolt. Forever. Period. Not just for the holidays. Forever. But forever. Yeah, yeah. So shout but I will Revolt. be at the Revolt Music Conference today. Revolt Sh- Summit. <laughs> yeah, shout to Ant, shout to every member of the Revolt team that, that has ever worked we, up here. We appreciate you guys. Shout to Steve. Shout to uh, so Anthony. I said Anthony. Sharice. Sharice. Ty. Yeah, shout to everybody that worked at Revolt. Yeah, it is our last uh, day tomorrow on Revolt. So shout to you guys. All right. People's Choice Mix is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here talking about my friends at The General Insurance. They offer flexible payment plans and the ability to choose your payment date. Plus, they let you choose how you pay, whether that's with cash, card, or check. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com to learn more today. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, shout to Revolt. Uh, Angela Yee and I are heading out to Atlanta for the Revolt Music Conference. Yeah, the Revolt Summit, I think it is now, Summit right? Now? Is it? Yes. Okay, yes. So we'll be there. Mm-hmm. So I uh, can't wait to see you guys in Atlanta. And Charlamagne, you got your show coming on this Friday night? Yes, sir. My show comes on Friday night at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central, The God's Honest Truth. And this week we got Ed Sheeran and Soldier Boy on. And our topic of discussion not with Ed Sheeran and Soldier Boy, but it's going to be called uh, America, American Fatriotism since it's Veterans Day, man. Salute to all the veterans out there. And, you know, America be out here acting like they're so patriotic, but they be fronting on the veterans. So we're going to talk about it. Okay. All right. Well, positive note next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Sean Garrett for joining us this morning. Yes, indeed. And for that amazing Summer Walker album that he helped with. All right, and um, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yeah, man, the positive note is simple, man, real simple. When you find good people, keep them close. Enough said. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?